2023 United Nations Climate Change Conference, also known as COP28, continues this week in Dubai with scientists and world leaders meeting to talk about how to best achieve climate targets. Joining us to talk about this year's conference is Curtis Hain, Program Director at the Marine Stewardship Council. Good morning, Curtis. Thanks for being with us. Good morning. Thanks for having me on. Is there a specific focus for COP28 this year? Well, so COP28 is all focused on uh, really um, being accountable against the emissions targets we set um, and meeting some of the temperature targets set back in Paris. Um, so accountability against these targets will be really important. Um, and we as the Marine Stewardship Council are paying really close attention just because of the, the close tie-in to emissions and heat waves to the health of our ocean. So we're a sustainable seafood organization. We're already seeing the impacts of climate change. Uh, marine heat waves on our oceans here in Canada and abroad. So it's really concerning. Of course, we always hear about these climate targets, uh, Curtis. How do we as a nation compare on the world stage when it comes to achieving these climate targets? Well, so so Canada's been pretty, pretty good at showing leadership. And we actually, so this is a little bit different than climate targets, but um, it's all really closely connected. Um, so we just re- released a report called the State of the Water Report last week. It's the, the first of its kind. And really, it's, it's looked back at um, certification, the sustainable seafood certification in Canada, and it shows that Canada's leading. Um, so in the top five in terms of coverage, um, when we looked at what, what those fisheries are actually doing, we saw um, across-the-board improvement in sustainability scores um, when they become certified and remain certified. So it, it's, it's tied in because... Fish and seafood is a really low carbon footprint protein. Um, it's being affected by by climate change. Um, so Canada has shown leadership, and we hope that Canada continues to show leadership and accountability um, in these in these conversations that COP, um, but also between the meetings. So so what happens next? That's really important. Uh, before we get back to Alberta, but you're obviously talking about the fisheries, so the health of the oceans, obviously really important for sustainable food production. Does does Canada get enough attention? You know, as kind of Andy was getting at there, do, like do do we get attention at something like a COP28 for that? We do. Canada's led. Um, so um, World Oceans Day was really kind of spearheaded by the Canadian um, delegation um, uh, quite a quite a long time ago. So Canada has led and shown leadership in these international venues, and again. Um, from a sustainable uh, uh, certification standpoint, I mean, it's another just example that we've just basically looked at over the last week through this report. Again, they're showing leadership here. So we do get attention. We're seen as leadership leaders in some of these conversations. So that's, that's really important. And it's, um, this is our, the, um, the challenge with environmental change and uh, protecting our oceans and everything else. Um, it's a global um, effort, so it's really important that we collectively work together, but it's also important we have leaders kind of um, paving the way. And again, that close connection, um, if if the, the globe had stakeholders, the, the oceans would be the majority stakeholders. Um, it, it's over 70% of um, our Earth's surface. It's, it's absorbing a lot of carbon in our atmosphere, um, and it's being affected by climate change. So we really have to make sure that we're thinking about this holistically, and oceans are a really big part of that. Spending time with Curtis Hain, Program Director at Marine Stewardship Council. Find out more online, msc.org. And uh, Curtis, our Premier, the Premier of Alberta, Danielle Smith, we did see headlines this morning that she's arrived at COP28 with a 100-person entourage. I'm wondering if that uh, something like that and a move like that could take attention away from the important work uh, that you believe needs to be done. Well, I think it depends um, what their message is there. Um, 
So, I, I, again, I, I don't want to speak to uh, Premier uh, Smith's um, uh, agenda or anything. I don't actually, I'm not cl- that closely following it. Um, but again, um, really, the, the opportunity at these conferences to show leadership, to make forward progress, because it gets all of these delegates from around the globe all together. So this is the time to really set these targets, remain accountable. Um, one of the good things coming out of this um, conference will be accountability against targets um, country by country. Um, and what we find, um, especially in our work, is that um, it's, it really helps to, to have demonstrated progress. And that's why we exist as a sustainable seafoods organization. We need to show our work. We need to show our homework. We need to show that we're making progress and demonstrate it. Um, so um, that's going to be really important into the future, um, that we're actually um, being accountable um, directly against our targets for, for what we can change. Curtis, most of us likely have never been at a conference like this. So, I mean, what is it like when, it, you know, a Danielle Smith shows up? Does she does she speak or is it more sort of the schmoozing and you go around and, and visit delegates in other areas or what does it sort of look like? It really depends. So um, being at, um, the, I was at COP15 uh, in Quebec. I mean, that, that conference was all focused around biodiversity. Um, typically, there will be a number of delegations. Some of it will be behind closed doors, but really it's, it's working on progressing um, some of these documents and getting resolution. So, I don't, again, I don't want to speak to what the Premier's um, activities will be there, um, but um, typically um, there's opportunity for everyone to contribute, um, either inside events um, as part of the, the main delegation or anything else. So um, it's, it's quite a large conference. Again, um, it's the opportunity to bring delegates from um, really all around the world. Um, I think most uh, nations, if not all nations globally, are, are members of the delegation and, and signed into the, some of these accords and agreements. So um, it's really that opportunity to collaboratively and collectively work together. Thank you so much for your insight, Curtis. We appreciate your time this morning. Thank you so much. Curtis Hayne, Program Director at Marine Stewardship Council. Uh, What he does online, you can find out at uh, msc.org. For most of us, crime is something we see on the news. We never think it could happen to us until it does. Loved ones are gone, and for the survivors, the scars will never heal. I'm Nancy Hickst, a senior crime reporter for Global News. And on this season of Crime Beat, I'll take you inside some of the most serious crime stories I've covered. Season six of Crime Beat is available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and all podcast platforms.